A student ordered KFC just to ask the delivery driver for help killing a spider. <laughs> I love it. Yes, could you come and bring me some KFC and also kill this bug that's freaking me out? <laughs> you can. We could share the KFC after you kill the bug. Perhaps we could even get married because I'm looking for a bug killer in my life, a.k.a. a husband. <laughs> this is great. But, by the way, uh, a shout out to Monica Palmer for sending me this article through... My Facebook page, which uh, don't mean to shamelessly self-promote it, but it's uh, facebook.com slash, slash comedian Jonesy. So thank you, Monica, for that. This is hilarious. Unbelievable. You know, and it made me think, uh, why not just have a an app that does this? Like, you know, uh, a bug-killing app. You know, like, uh, someone comes over and takes care of the bug for you. There's so many people that live alone that experience, you know, some sort of frightening insect that's, uh, you know, gallivanting about their domicile, if I may use some big words there, you know, dancing around on, your, on the edge of your sink as cockroaches and spiders and insert other creepy crawlies tend to do. And you know what? Some of us that live alone, that may freak us out. And, and what do we do? What do we do? Y- you know, maybe it's too late to call the landlord uh, or wake your neighbor up. So why not just... Have, a, have someone come there, you, you, you turn on the app, and someone you, you request somebody, they come to your place and they kill the bug for you, or they remove the bug. I'm stuttering through this because I'm making it up as I go, but you can see the genius in this idea, I feel like, right? I think I'm onto something here. This is a, a billion-dollar startup company waiting to happen. <laughs> what would we call it? I'm going to ask you, my fellow weirdos, what would we call this app? Uh, bug Squisher? 4.0? What would we call this app? You, I want you to call in and give me some suggestions on what we would call this bug-killing app. I think it's wonderful. By the way, my phone number is 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. So uh, this is a BuzzFeed article uh, that Monica sent me. It's, it's great. It says, uh, The young girl woke up at 10 a.m. to an empty house. Her roommates were away. When she stepped out of her room, she saw... Room, I know I say because I have a Boston accent still. She saw a very big spider outside of her room. Uh, she said that because of where the spider was, she was scared it would drop onto her. So she messaged her friends and family for advice uh, and then came up with this great plan because friends and family were unable to help. So she ordered through an app called Deliveroo. Deliveroo, I guess this is over in the UK. Uh, she sent a message. Hello, this sounds silly. It's a serious question. I have a huge phobia of spiders. There's one in my corridor corridor, what a big word, Um, near the door, if I order food through Deliveroo, is it possible at all the driver could get rid of this spider? And they wrote back, yes, hello, thanks for getting in touch. You can certainly request this uh, in the delivery note when placing your order. The only thing is our driver may be more afraid of spiders than you are. Hope this helps. (laughs) And then there's a photo in the article, and you could Google this, of the driver uh, has a helmet on, in the corner, standing on a chair, removing the spider. I don't know if the, spy, if the driver's killing it or what, but this is hilarious. This is great. Oh, man, I just love apps now and social media. I mean, you can just, you can reach out to anybody over any weird little thing, you know? So, and I think my, my bug-killing app has a future. 
personally. I, I myself am not a, uh, I think I've said this before on Weird AF News, I am not a bug killer. I am a catch and release guy. So, uh, and I know a lot of you women are comfortable with that. Some of the women that I lived with in my life aren't comfortable with that. They want me to kill the damn thing upon sight. They want it just gone and removed. They want it obliterated from reality. But I have a tender heart. I'm a sensitive individual. I hate humanity, but I really love nature. So when I come across insects in my, in my uh, living quarters, I will first and form- foremost try to catch, catch it and then release it outside. I'm going to say there's an exception to this rule. One insect there's an exception to. I know you're, you're praying, oh, please tell me it's spiders, right? Because I know a lot of you are afraid first and foremost of spiders. Well, I'm not afraid of spiders. And I'm really not afraid of any insect. Here's what grosses me out, though. A cockroach grosses me out, and I will kill a cockroach on sight. I have no problem with that. Uh, that's the only one, though, really. Uh, snakes. No, I never encountered a snake in my house. I'm wondering what, would I, what I would do with that, for, with that situation. So um, it's, uh, the jury's still out on how I, how I react to reptiles in my living space. But uh, on the insects, I'm, in general, a catch-and-release guy. What are you? Are you a catch-and-release person or a, a killing, a bug killer? And uh, also, I need a name for that app, so call into my station. I want to hear from you. This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. IHOP changes its name to IHOB as a joke, leaving Pancake fans devastated and confused. This is actually a prank. They let out the news on social media that they were going to change their name to IHOB. So... Don't worry, fans of IHOP. This isn't happening. It's just a prank. IHOP fans take heed. After 60 years of serving up flapjacks, the International House of Pancakes has taken to social media to tease everybody with a name change. Taking a note from flipping their pancakes, the restaurant chain is flipping the P to a B and will be known as IHOB. (laughs) I-H-O-B. Naturally, this has left the IHOP fans in a state of pure devastation. <laughs> like, who, who is, is so devastated? Are you that much of an IHOP fan? Yeah, I know. I mean, I see people walking around with IHOP shirts all the time, all the time. Let me tell you something. The only people I hear, I see wearing IHOP gear are the employees of IHOP. I've never seen an IHOP t-shirt outside of IHOP. I don't know who you think your fans are. Like, who is devastated and outraged over this? I have no idea. Are people so bored now they just get devastated and outraged about any little thing that happens on social media? There are just people waiting to be to be devastated and outraged. Just what do you do? What do you do for what do you like to do for hobby? Well, I play softball on the weekends and I love to get devastated and outraged over things that happen on the internet that are really unimportant. <laughs> Such as what? Oh, you know, IHOP might want to change their name, and that's making me devastated and outraged. (laughs) Pretzels. I'm just not a fan of pretzels. So International Pretzel Day, I was devastated and outraged, and I use my Twitter account to express my devastation and outrage quite frequently. I swear. These people, they think their job is to be devastated and outraged. I'm not going to lie. I get outraged, too, sometimes, you know, uh, but I don't. It's usually uh, something deserving of outrage, Okay. Uh, IHOP changing their name or some other breakfast joint making a change, changing their official colors. I mean, let's, let's get real here, guys. We, we have lives to live, all right? One young YouTuber even posted a video about her outrage. How bored are you, YouTuber, that you're posting a video of your outrage? You're actually going to turn the camera on. She said, what's a, what's a bunny? She said, I can no longer use my favorite joke, which is, what's a bunny's favorite restaurant? IHOP is the answer to that joke. Well, here's some 
advice for you, YouTuber. Get some better jokes. Get some better material, okay? Write your own shit, first of all. This is... You probably didn't even write this joke. I've heard this before. Also, bad joke. Not funny anymore. We all know the answer to this joke. This joke has been sitting around for decades, all right? So, is this why you're outraged that you can't use this awful shit joke? Okay, well, get get more worthy, outraged uh, things into your social media and into your life, really. <laughs> Ridiculous! The company, the company which specializes, specializes in numerous breakfast foods has left it up to the fans to try and guess what the B stands for, guys. Woo! I can't... I just can't... Oh, my God. I can't live my life. I can't go another minute without figuring out what this B could stand for. Who gives a shit? Really? Who cares? Do people really care about this? I can't even believe I'm covering this. What a waste of my breath that some people think, uh, you know, it shouldn't. I shouldn't even use my breath on this show because they find it annoying when I breathe. This is a waste of breath. IHOP. What could it possibly stand? I hope it stands for booze, okay? Because that's how much, that's what I want to have when I go to IHOP so that I can just drink this story out of my mind, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Nobody cares, IHOP. Nobody cares. Just keep doing what you're doing, serving cheap, just plain breakfast, nothing really to write home about, just just middle-of-the-road breakfast foods. Here's what I like about IHOP. I'm not going to lie to you. There are certain redeeming qualities about IHOP. First of all, the menu is pretty damn big. They got a big menu. There's a lot of choices. I'm not going to lie. When I go to IHOP for lunch, sometimes I'm like, ooh, but the breakfast is still happening. Maybe I'll get that. Sometimes when I go for breakfast, I'm like, oh, but a club sandwich right now. I could still get that. Also, the dessert. They got a nice choice in desserts. I do like their desserts. But overall, I really don't care. IHOP has no importance in my life. You could change your name to... uh, International House of Barf, and I just wouldn't give a shit. I honestly wouldn't. I would not care. I wouldn't lose one iota of sleep about it. I certainly wouldn't make a YouTube about it. Of course, you know, technically I'm, I'm making a YouTube video right now about it. So I guess in that way, I'm, I'm kind of a loser, I guess. Is what I'm having the realization right now that I also have no life. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching my YouTube videos, you actually should do so. And uh, I post a link to that in the podcast description. Please subscribe to my YouTube videos. And uh, I don't know, I'm supposed to tell you to give them a thumbs up or a, a heart or something or write a comment. I really don't care. I would just love some subscribers at this point. I only have 50. So let's bring that number up, shall we? Oh, I just spit on my phone, I think. Oh, I got a weird story here and it's a little long. I'm going to try and just give you some cliff notes on it. because Otherwise, I'll go bananas here. A medical mystery grows as the U.S. consulate workers in China fall ill. Okay, and now they think it might be, it's kind of a mystery, but they think it might be related to sound of some sort because these people are getting ill and they're hearing strange noises in their mind. Uh, A crisis over a mysterious ailment sickening American diplomats and their families. It actually began in Cuba. Uh, These families of diplomats and diplomats themselves getting ill in Cuba. They were hearing reports of hearing strange sounds in their minds. And they had to be, some of them just, you know, sort of removed from Cuba. Uh, We're having the same situation in China, apparently. And uh, diplomats and their families are being sent home with this illness. The State Department evacuated two more Americans who who fell ill in China after hearing strange noises just this past week. This is crazy. Uh, many other employees at the American consulate in the southern Chinese city of 
Guangzhou and their families are also being tested by a State Department medical team that has been flown in to deal with this crisis. It is unclear how many of them are exhibiting symptoms, but officials expect more American personnel to be evacuated. This is unbelievable. Now, there's a conspiracy involved here, which is kind of interesting. For months, American officials have been worried that their diplomats have been subjected to targeted attacks involving strange sounds, leading to symptoms similar to those, quote, following concussion or minor traumatic brain injury, the State Department says. Wow. Where? Crazy. The new illnesses in China come just weeks after American officials reported finding their first case in Guangzhou, where a consulate employee got sick after reporting these creepy, disturbing noises. Now, the illnesses in China have broadened a medical mystery that started in 2016 when American embassy employees and their family members began falling ill in Havana, Cuba. In all, 24 of them were stricken with headaches, nausea, hearing loss, cognitive issues, and other symptoms after saying they heard odd sounds. Wow, this is nuts. (laughs) Oh, man. The issue actually roiled relations with Cuba, which immediately fell under suspicion and led the United States to expel Cuban diplomats. And they're thinking they're doing the same thing in China. And um, they're saying that this could lead to sort of tense relations with uh, with China. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, here's the other the other kicker is uh, so the the diplomats, they have a consulate in these countries and the uh, the consulate itself is not where they're hearing these sounds. It's at the apartments that they live in outside of the consulate. Now, the consulate that they work in in these countries have been, um, in many times, bulletproof, soundproof. They want to make it so that people can't spy on them. So it's uh, kind of a safe place in general. But what's happening is they're hearing these noises and they're getting ill in their in their apartments, in their homes in those countries. They don't obviously live at the consulate you know, uh, center. They have a, an apartment... Um, this is this is really weird, man. Um, you know, and, and I'll keep covering this the more that you know, the more information comes out of this. But um, these families, uh, the rest of the article goes into the, some of the things that the families are reporting. Uh, blah blah blah. He said he lived. Uh, this guy talks about living in an apartment tower that had to be evacuated. Uh, over the past year, here and his wife, he and his wife had experienced physical symptoms including headaches, sleeplessness, sleeplessness, and nausea. And on a few occasions, they heard odd noises. Though they did not put it all together until the recent disclosures last month, when other people started coming forward, and uh, the evacuations on a on a small level are going to begin. Uh, in all, in all, in Cuba, twenty five percent of them were evacuated with these health problems, which is which is enough to raise eyebrows, I think. Now, uh, noise can actually get you ill. No, uh, like noise can have physical effects on you, and I know uh, at least from what I've heard, either in World War One or World War Two. Uh, I heard, I, I believe it was the Germans were experimenting with using sound as a weapon. Uh, these low frequency sounds can rumble the earth and, you know, kind of, kind of cause earthquake uh, sort of um, effects from what I understand and can even shake your organs to, to like, and, and, and just screw you up inside, you know, and, and not to mention headaches and this kind of thing. I had an experience recently where I, during band practice, I got na- really nauseous, 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 nauseous. I experienced, how the hell do you say that word? I got nauseous? No, I'm going to just say it like this. During band practice, I experienced nausea. And I know what it was from. It was be- because of the, it was so loud in there uh, that, 
uh, I, but just, I just had a physical reaction to it. It was way too loud. The guitar player was way, way, way too loud. And I got physically ill over it and had to go outside and get fresh air. And I could just feel it. A, like, sound can do that to you. So what, what the conspiracy theorists are probably going to say is that, oh, yeah, the China, the people in China are targeting our diplomats and they're sending low frequency sound waves at their apartment window woo 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 and causing them to be ill so that they'll leave i mean i don't know if that's the kind of stuff that's happening that's that's really in my opinion that's uh we can't really jump to that conclusion right now we have to go you know we have to use occam's razor all right which means uh hypotheses should not be uh uh multiplied unless necessary so you know you start with in other words keep it simple stupid so we would, I would say keep it simple now. Don't jump to these crazy conspiracy theory conclusions. But it is, you know, it is a weird story and something I think worth covering and uh, keeping an eye on. Pretty crazy. All right, Jonesy, out. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Hi, fellow weirdos. Thank you for the call-ins and emails. I appreciate the love, the DMs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, special shout-out to Dave Aggie Alchin uh, in London, England, um, he and his son love to listen to Weird AF News. Um, although I think he does a lot of earmuffs on his son when, when I do Weird AF News because some of it is inappropriate for children. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I get, listen, you know, I go on these rants and then I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. And a lot of times it's just inappropriate, inappropriate for chill, chillins, as they say. Uh, Hey, little thing to this morning, really cool thing I did uh, that I want to share with you. I was invited to a table reading of a Family Guy script, uh, an episode. Uh, so today I went right into the, the offices and studios of Family Guy, the TV show. And I got to hang out all morning with the writers. I met the showrunner. I, met, I mean, it was amazing. And I got to sit at the table while they read the new script out loud they all play their characters and stuff this is this is just the writers the actors weren't there but the writers were reading it and there was a little crowd that watches and everybody laughs uh it was it was unbelievable anyways why am i telling you this well to brag a little bit um also but uh to just point you in the direction of my instagram because i i took a lot of uh instagram stories videos of me in the studios so you can go look at those photos and videos if you're interested if you're into family guy you might think that's really cool so uh my instagram is at funny jones and just click on the stories and just get into that they're going to disappear they disappear in 24 hours so you'll only have until tomorrow morning to to look at them but it's really really cool and uh if you're into family guy you would have you would have loved it and you might like some of the videos you can also follow me on twitter at Funny Jones, Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Uh, my website is jonesy.com. You can also call into the show, 646-450-2012. I love it when you do so. And also, what else? Oh, my email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, I'm open to get, receiving links to articles you think are really weird. Uh, like someone sent me, the, Monica did for the, um, the one I'm doing today about the girl ordering KFC to help her kill a spider. So uh, yeah, I love that shit. So send that in and keep being weird. I love you.